This episode is sponsored by MakeSpace. Wish you had more space in your home? Use MakeSpace. Both pick up, store, and deliver your stuff. Get started at MakeSpace.com and use code CHICAGO50 to get $50 off free storage. That is MakeSpace.com. This is an open-ended podcast. I'm Cher Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, James? Oh, not bad. I mean, I had like kind of a really, really kind of busy week. It was like kind of one of those weeks where I kind of fell back in love with the city. Mm. If that makes sense? Like it no, feels really great. good. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm falling more and more in love with my job, which is nice. <laughs> which is good. So good. And it's like the exact opposite of all my other jobs that I've had in the past. Is like as time gone gone on, I initially liked it and then just like started to begrudgingly, you know, hate it over time. Mm-hmm. And this time it's like, I'm doing these really cool and interesting things and part of like things that are changing the way people think about medical field. And it's like, holy shit. I, right. <laughs> and like, you know, low key, I'm, I'm like, um, writing an article right now that's going to be on NPR soon. So like shit like that. That's like a big fucking deal. Right. Like <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. I can't say too much about it, but like things like my work, my editing, my copy at writing will be, you know, in like huge publications in the coming months. And mm. it's like really fucking cool. And isn't that the dream, right? Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Am I, am I living my best life right now? <laughs> is this real? Is this validation I'm feeling? You have a pit in my stomach? This is awesome. It's not anxiety anymore. It's like, oh, is this like content? <laughs> <laughs> content? Are you having an eat, pray, love moment? A right little now? bit. I'm having an aha moment for Without sure. Without the cultural appropriation. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I love pasta, but like, and I'm also Italian, so I can kind of like love pasta. Yeah, it's legit. But everything else is a little questionable. Mm-hmm. If you want us to live our best lives, <laughs> you should definitely go to openended.fm slash donate there you can become a donator starting at a dollar a month or you can give us a one-time donation there we're honestly not that picky Mm-mm. but we especially appreciate everyone that has donated and got an onto our patreon list so far like we really really thank you and the list is growing which yeah is, it is always great I know it's like man we're in the double digits like I know people are contributing even more than they were before and yeah. it's like oh my god validation yeah so if you want to help validate our soulless existence oh jeez okay <laughs> enough of that oh jeez no we're kidding um, just go over to openended.fm slash donate it's the right thing to do so this week um, I like to you know go in the direction of something we've kind of touched on in past episodes but not really dug deep and i think it's just online content we talked about in past episodes how like content blockers were a thing like for ads and we also have talked about kind of subscriptions and distributions of it mm-hmm. but i think i only want to talk about the content that is on there and we've interviewed people who put content like um mostly television is what i want to talk about today sam bailey um you have to listen to that episode you should definitely do it she's doing great things on her show um you're so talented and season two is coming up in january so that was a little shout out for her but there are really exciting things happening online through the television medium and one of the biggest um i guess success stories in the recent weeks is um izzy sansari's master of none right right it dropped i think two weeks ago 
on Netflix. Yeah, it's been like but not if, that long. It has, and it has literally flooded my news feeds <laughs> since it's come on, and in right? a good way, right. like in the absolute, positively best way possible, because mm-hmm. it's a man of. Um, color, as, especially a demographic that really doesn't get any kind of exposure, and that's South Asian. Very, you know, mm-hmm. very interesting measure of progress. You've talked about you've talked about the uh, not enough uh, like uh, people of color, minorities represented on television. Is having you on my show does that count at all? Yeah. Does it count? Yeah. I'm trying to do like, my part. I'm trying to do my part. It's yeah. really diverse right now. It's right like now, 50% yeah. percent diverse. 50% of the people on TV are not white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is like an all-time high for CBS. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, well, we have, like, shows like Fresh the Boat, which is probably the first comedy. I think it's the first Asian comedy since the Margaret Cho show in the mid-90s that was yeah, on a network yeah, yeah. TV show. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time, but like also there's not a lot of Indians who are on television or on any kind of format. They're not in a stereotypical, you know, bubble. They're not like Apu from The Simpsons or, mm-hmm. you know, a random cab driver. Right. He's an actual like older millennial type who's mm-hmm. just like going through his life and going through the motions. As well, it's a, beautiful a, yeah. and it's mundane nature exactly which is in that it's way. also simplistic and, and great and real right and it's something about that that kind of especially interested me when you came to me with this um topic is that it's distributed in a way that still is kind of seen as on the outskirts mm-hmm. of ways that the majority of media is you know dispersed to the masses and that's utilizing netflix as the main sort of content provider versus a major cable network. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a lot of um, the more daring shows that are coming out right now are taking that route. Yeah. Why do you think that's happening? Um, I think just because there's more flexibility. There's a little more, um, they have, they're more open to risk. I think Mm -hmm. there is no technically quote unquote rating system. Like with network television, they swear by Nelson ratings. Right. And those are, and a lot of shows, you know, either thrive or dive in those, Mm -hmm. in those restrictions. So with, you know, programs like, not programs, but providers like Netflix or like Hulu, even um, they have that flexibility where they're, they're not necessarily only looking to, make money and advertisements from that exposure for the Nelson ratings. They're looking to build community. Right. And, you know, another show from another person of color from India is Mindy Kaling. She was on network television for three seasons. And then the mini project got on to Hulu this year mm-hmm. and it's doing really well. And the show now has a little, they don't have, you know, notes from the network anymore. They're not constantly restricted from doing certain things with their comedy. What do you mean by notes of the network? Cause I actually haven't seen it yet on Hulu. Okay, well, certain things, like they couldn't say the word goddamn, mm-hmm. or they couldn't use Jesus' names in vain on network television. Oh, yeah. You can't okay. do that. Or just, there's a lot of sexual innuendos they weren't able to um, say on television just because it's too explicit. Didn't she make a reference to, like, giving head on there that, like, wouldn't be able to fly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, she was like, I'm a queen of go- going down. Like, he's yeah. going down, and I'm the queen of going down. Right, and that and won't that would, fly that would not fly. Fox. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they had a whole episode in, their, in, like, their last season on Fox that was about her having anal sex. Mm-hmm. They never actually said that though. It was everything but that, and they didn't even make any like they made some innuendo jokes, but they were so like confusing that you almost lost entire translation. Honestly, unless right. you like you know, 
like they diced completely around the block just to you know appease right. the network yeah and so they don't have that they have notes obviously from Fight Kulu but it's not as restrictive people of color are sort of leading that charge mm-hmm. and I find it especially interesting because as people of color are usually kind of downplayed in the media or not even given the chances it's like here we are we're not only going to take an alternate route to circumvent y'all but we're gonna do it and then we're going to do everything that we want to do outside of what it is that you say we can't cannot do why why is this ansari show master of none has gotten so much uh critical claim is because of not just his uh, mundane topics but his cast Mm -hmm. is also so naturally diverse it doesn't feel like it's like oh you got like you got your black chick you got like your tall white dude you got your other asian kind of like how will smith feels in every movie (laughs) yeah exactly there's no token characters it's just like they're the characters on the show right like it feels like it was written for them you know right exactly and like i think the only criticism he's been getting is that his all his love interests in the show were white women it's just his type i mean like mindy kaling her also hurt hurt um, her criticism was that she's dating white dudes, never dating anybody who's not a white dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're kind of taking away from the comedy from it as well, because, you know, while you are seeing only a certain type of person on television, you also have to remember that there's not as many of this type of ethnicity available. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about availability. Too. There's not, like, there's honestly just not a lot of Indian actors or a lot of Asian actors. You have to almost remember, like, you have to, like, it sucks. Like I'm sure that they wanted to be more broad, but there's only so many they can do, and it can, mm-hmm. it's hard to recycle as many. I mean, I kind of want to argue that because no, like, I'm talking about like, in, like I'm how... talking in that realm. Like I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Like I'm not saying that's what that's what their response was. Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm not saying that's my stance. Because I remember that was like the beginnings of like the main arguments that were happening with um, when Keenan Thompson first said there aren't mm-hmm. that many black women on SNL oh, because yeah. they're. And that's in, I'm not saying that's my my stance at all. Like mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of them, but like they just don't have the representation, which sucks. Right, right. Like that's what it comes down to too. It's not so much that they're not there, but they also don't have like the right agent or the right manager who's actually mm-hmm. getting them out there too. Which that, is like another institutionalized issue. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to because like they're they're there. I know they are. I have lots of friends who are actors who are people of color, but they have shitty representation. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough people who are like fighting for them. Which is why they're out making their, their own, own shit. shit. That's what they have. <laughs> like i'm wondering why right now at the moment it's like seeming like this i hate to use this term resurgence because it's like people have been doing this for so long it's just been under the radar but i kind of want to like attribute it to that the technologies that are out now mm-hmm. make it to be like a lot more accessible i mean right. like a lot of people you know they're watching video content on their devices or making it on their devices right, making it on their devices like, like making making the whole ass television shows on their iphone right, right and it's right. like legit <laughs> and i'll watch it like mm-hmm. and people making like people making art on Vine and people making art on Snapchat, people making art right. wherever they can. Right. And wasn't dude from Vine, um, King Bach? He was on an episode of Mindy Project, mm-hmm. and it's like, here's somebody as a comedian who existed primarily on Vine. And I honestly use Vine as like cable TV <laughs> in a way. Like, if I'm bored, I pull up Vine and I'll go through one of the channels like comedy, and I'll just scroll. And there's I'll scroll some really and I'll really laugh. great stuff there that. You know they couldn't. They have no other exposure except for there, and it's like how YouTube used to, what YouTube was seven years ago. Like that's how um, Donald Glover got his start was on YouTube. 
that is right, the uh, Derek Comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I used to watch that so and Mystery long ago. Show and all that yeah. other stuff that he had on there. That was from YouTube, and so like that's what Vine is now. Is that it's little little snippets of it, but it's still a platform for people and mostly people of color to be able to be exposed to a huge mm-hmm. market. Well, I think especially why like people of color are kind of like I'm gonna be honest, like we dominate social media. We're great at that. Well, Twitter's the best. <laughs> it's, it's the only Twitter I care about. And I think it, and I think it's the reason why is because it's like it's an option where we cannot be silenced in a way, and we don't have to circumvent like asking for permission. Like right, if there's you think not filtered or there's no right, censorship. Right, right. Right. Like if you think about traditional publishing where it'd be like, oh, yeah, I have to reach out to this person and that person and this gatekeeper to get this thing out here. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like I got my phone. I got this great idea. Mm -hmm. I can like shoot it and just like put it out to whoever I want. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like let's be honest, like Fleek just got added to the dictionary and it was made by a black woman. I mean, the best words in the I love Fleek. Okay, this episode's on Fleek. Okay, this is where we differ. <laughs> it was so cute, and then the white man ruined it, but <laughs> that's what I was like, oh, you ruined it, you ruined it. It, it was cool. Isn't that, isn't that the way all the time, though? I know, like, I discovered this word, no, you didn't, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah. So. We, we create it, and then it gets ruined, because it ends up in, like, an old Navy ad. That's what, exactly, exactly, that's what happens, and it's like, nope, not kidding anymore, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah. We in this beach, finna get crunk. Abraz on fleek the fuck yeah and it seems like a lot of times like the main networks are taking note mm-hmm. um and it's really interesting because um i had this conversation um i want to say it was last week uh, i got invited to a dinner with like a couple well not dinner but lunch um with a couple other folks uh with ether ray um and if you're not familiar with ether ray i think you gave a shout out to I her gave a previous one formed- yeah Shout out to her. <laughs> this week I am filling Issa Rae, my, uh, my fantasy best friend, for like, I don't know, four years now. Issa, um, if you are listening. <laughs> holla at your girl. Yeah, we'd we, love to have you here. We'd love to have you in my life, essentially. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, she did a talk at university of chicago i was and, i thought it was lovely and, yeah so we got invited like got invited to like a like a little luncheon with them and it was really great because um not only did we just get to like ask Issa a bunch of questions but like we all kind of like were around the table shooting the shit and talking about representation and media and black folks and people of color and women and just mm-hmm. like this huge um like kind of just like thinking aloud about the networks and how they're now reacting to people of color now taking their own reins mm-hmm. and making the stuff that they want to see and the stories they want to tell. Yeah, and like, I'm just really happy too that there's there's more than one Shonda Rhimes making her right, right, right. Take because I mean, like, while Shonda Rhimes does it, so many wonderful things, there has to be more than one. Shonda can't do it, can't do it all. She just can't. Like, she's it's she's an actual human being. She can't make every show. Mm-hmm. So it's great to have, but like, at least she, you know was the beginning of the charge she did it she's paving the way for people like is right to be able to make content not just online but on network television and it's really exciting I'd, I'd like to argue that she's not paving the way i would just say like they both work in tandem with another because they both are making like two different kinds of shows if you kind of think about right, it right you know but I mean? I mean like she's but she's but like because of shonda rhymes she's able to do it in a way like i mean she's I mean, able to like be 
in the in the tables. I mean, like I know Shonda called her, like Shonda was interested in working with her, right? Right. And they right. had and they had like almost a TV show together. And I'm not saying that like she's the reason why like she wouldn't be doing it anyway, because mm-hmm. she would have. But like right. she's making it easier. I, I think I can agree with you on that point. Like, like if there's, it, if because it, there's, yeah. like, like she like Shonda Rhimes gave the credibility. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's credibility. It might know, be more like along the lines of like. Vis- I'm trying, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but I feel like Isa is super talented, and she would have done it anyway. But I feel like with you know people like Shonda Rhimes helped certainly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it definitely helped to have like a high profile show um, that attracted a large group of people of all cultures like interest in it and it's like oh yeah it's made by this black woman who's writing producing so such on and so forth and it's just kind of like more visibility towards like awesome black women doing things in the media that's what i'm trying to get at (laughs) no that's what i'm trying to get at it's like she's helping it so other people like her can get exposure right 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 bring people up you know yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like i'm saying like that's why i am excited that um, Isa Ray is having opportunities because Shonda can't do it all mm-hmm. and I'm kind of and like I'm not always on Shonda's team as far as her content quite frankly <laughs> like sometimes her Shonda sometimes her I'll say we're going to talk about the decline of scandal decline of it all like, <laughs> I'm sorry I mean I'm glad I'm glad she's doing what she's doing but sometimes it's like girl how to get away with murder on the other hand Dude, I'm, not, like, I'm, not, I'm not even on that bone anymore really nope <sighs> It's overly complicated in a way that's like this is not even entertaining. It's so delightful though. It's just like I in like every which sh- way I am like screaming at my TV. I like the show, but like I don't know. And I also like I hate the whole like gimmicky like hashtag <laughs> that whole like like the what the whole like who shot Annalise the whole like thing. That's oh, like, I mean like let's be honest, like the hashtags are garbage. That all the hashtags they use are garbage. They're also like way too long. Right, so that's also, like a whole different thing. Yeah. But, I mean, Sorry. yeah, I'll be honest. The hashtags are garbage, but the story writing is much better in How to Get Away with Murder than sure. Scandal. Yeah. And I, I gosh, Annalise, though, what a wonderful character she is. She's like queer and she's like doing her thing yeah. and she's like a badass. And she's like, <laughs> and, oh, God damn it. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, she's. And the thing is, like, she didn't even. Viola Davis, you want to hop on the show? Word. She's the best. <laughs> and the best part about that show, though, is like, Shauna actually didn't create that show. She's a gangster producer. That's not really her show. She's oh. kind of. She kind of stirred the shit, but that's not, it's actually a white dude who did that show. So shout out to that white dude. Wait, really? Yep, he created the show. Um, Shonda Rhimes is executive producer. So well, Mister White Man. I know, right? I was like, all right, that's white dude. Okay, I see you. I see you. Give it us, give it us diversity, cool, mm-hmm. and within our diversity. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess to kind of wrap this up, yeah. What would be like? What would be your ideal kind of like future of ways to um, kind of access uh, content, not only with like being able to view it and like grab it but then also like create it like what would you want to see different what's happening with um, netflix and different things i think i would like for at some point and i think there is already that what exists and that's open tv oh a mars project yeah yeah which is a really cool platform for people of color people who are not necessarily getting divert uh, not getting the sort of exposure they would in other platforms and just having it just catered to them and um i really like what he's doing I really think that it's a place for people's whose voices are not always heard to get a platform. Mm-hmm. And I think places like that is what needs to continue and more of those. It's not just open TV, but I would love to see multiple open TV variations out there. 
and I don't but I also I don't want it to be like a channel for Asians a channel for blacks a channel for um, you know um, LGBTQs I want it to be all in very inclusive but like bigger platforms in mm-hmm. that regard so yeah I definitely agree that should be something that's great and it is happening mm-hmm. so I definitely want to see more of that my wish is something that's a little bit more technical and it's um, kind of not having so many hoops to jump through for various things, um, especially with things like uh, Apple TV and various setup top boxes where, um, for example, if I want to view this type of content, I have to have a cable subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a lot easier ways for me to directly support people who are making independent projects. <laughs> um, and I think that yeah. has to do with the platforms. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like with Open TV, you can directly support them through that um, through that program, through that um, network. Am I right? Yeah, but the thing is, though, still, like, it's through Vimeo, and then in order to do Vimeo, then I have to get the Vimeo app, and then I have to use their terrible sort- search platform to then find that channel, and then there's no way to properly subscribe and have, like, the Apple TV let me know if there's a new episode. Like, there's a lot of hoops to jump versus, like, I want a channel for every individual creator well that's what i mean like i i mean like i said with open tv like i wanted to be eventually like a netflix but um yeah that's why i'd like to see it as open tv or something like that on um being able to be like a actual entity Mm -hmm. as opposed to just being like a little small section a little small corner of a bigger platform Mm -hmm. so well let's hope that all these things start to change and in the meantime we're just going to continue to not only and yeah not only like support all the great things happening by other people of color folks but Mm -hmm. then you know just like enjoy the fact that like everyone's out there doing the great things that they need to do Mm -hmm. and watch a master of none you should do that (laughs) as well as you're so talented Mm -hmm. and open tv everything on there and all of Issa ray's projects like yeah Hey, Cher. Hey. You know what time it is? It's open call time. It is open call time. <laughs> so what are you digging this week? I'm digging the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. <laughs> um, if uh, you listen to that Reply All podcast, which I'm pretty sure if you listen to this podcast, you probably have already because that's your wheelhouse. But um, they have a really great music um, opening sequence, but their ending musical sequence is oh, really, really great. And it's by the same person, um, Breakmaster Cylinder. And uh, they did a whole episode about their music once and also a Song Explorer episode about it. They're really, really great. So good. And I've been obsessed with their ending credits, which is called Westwood. Um, you haven't listened to it on repeat. It's like a mm-hmm. two minutes on. And it's so good. But um, it's just really fun because it's so technology. You can hear like the different like glitches and little bleeps and bloops. And um, I don't know, it's really a great song. So I've been dreaming on that. And also I've been listening to um, their past discographies as well. They have a couple of uh, mixtapes on iTunes. And I've been listening to that pretty heavily as well. So yeah, shout out to Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Yeah, it's real good. What about you, James? Um, so I'm digging um, this app. It's an app and it's a game. You know, it's. <laughs> I'm laughing just thinking about it right now. So, Same. so everybody knows my love for Drake. Drake. And just 
emotions. I love emotions. Bobby Graham. I love Drake. So there's this game for iOS called Drizzy Tears. <laughs> and legit, all the game, aside from having amazing art <laughs> it's pretty and rad. custom music. It's an 8-bit. Yeah, it's like it's like life. beautiful 8-bit art. So the premise of the game is Drake is crying, so you have to catch all of his tears before it hits the bottom of the of the uh, screen. So simple yet so beautiful. It's such a simple game, and isn't 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 life a simple game, James? It is. Life is a. <laughs> <laughs> this game describes my existential state. <laughs> the I'm just tears. continually catching my male tears before they hit the ground. And the patriarchy, but but not nah, anyway. You gotta Drizzy- catch before you get your cat, but you, before you get catched. I don't know what I'm I mean, we can get all into this and like create a fake think piece for Jizzy Tears, but it is a free app for iOS. Um, so download it, put your headphones on, listen. It's great. It's called Jizzy Tears. G D R I Z Z Y Tears. Oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> Here we are at the end of another episode. We did it. We did it. As we usually did. So it is episode 29. Looking fine. (laughs) I still can't believe we've done this. I know. This is the last year of our 20s. This is our last year of our 20s. After this, we're dead. For our podcast episodes. (laughs) Really scared of our 30s here. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done the things that I needed to do yet. I gotta do all the things before I'm 30. Oh my god! Fuck! I have a week. I don't know if I can do it, man. We got no, we got a week till we hit episode 30. Oh, but yeah. we made it to episode 29. So again, we are going to give a special thanks to you for listening to this week's episode of Open Ended. Um, again, we are a proud member of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. If you really like this episode. And this podcast, we really think you'll like Roboism, where Alex and Savannah discuss robots and feminism, but mostly robots. Mm-hmm. And that is Roboism um, at Roboism.fm, Roboismcast on Twitter. Um, you should really check that out. It's really, really dope. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to, again, give a special shout out to our Patreon subscribers um, for helping to keep this black ship running. Yes. And making sure that we can, you know, afford the hosting, pay our guests when we have them in pay here. Pay ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to be able to, like, you know, get money for the bus. It's Word. good. Um, so thank you again for that. Um, and another special shout out to our sponsor this week, which is MakeSpace. Um, so, yeah, thank you again. Um, this week, all of our talking points and scripts created by myself and Cher Vincent sitting across from me. Yep. Um, special thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us use their offices and their recording studio to record every single week. We really appreciate it. And that. special shout out to Ventra chicago for not making sure that my card works so i can get here and the music that you've heard at the beginning and interspersed throughout has been provided by u plus one f six zero c so until next time keep things open-ended
Oh my god, James. <laughs> Solix is like, dude, this is dark. <laughs> That's how I am. I'm just dark. I'm slightly dark. I'm, dark <laughs> I'm not only dark, but I'm dark skinned. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, James. I'm done. All right. You want to start the conversation? Yeah. All right. So, we're starting our conversation portion in three, two, one.